Hello, hello, how are you? This is Craig Beck from StopDrinkingExpert.com, the website that helps people to escape the loop of problem drinking. If you're finding that you're drinking on a daily basis or binging on a regular basis and you can't stop, maybe you've only recently had that realization that you can't stop and you always thought when the time came, you would be able to. Then you need to be heading to my website, StopDrinkingExpert.com. Here's step one. Book yourself into the next free quit drinking webinar, and I'll tell you how my process works. All right. A lot of people around this time of year, uh, kind of the spring, they're, they're, they're for the first time realizing that they can't control this. Uh, and a lot of people think, you know, as an alcohol cessation therapist, which is what I do, that January must be my busiest month of the year. And they couldn't be more wrong. January's a super quiet month. Why? You might be thinking, well, you know, people are doing New Year's resolutions and they've decided to quit drinking. Uh, and that's true. And of course, there is dry January as well. The thing is, though, in January, for the most part, problem drinkers are still trying to do it on their own. They've spent years, sometimes decades, telling themselves that they can stop drinking anytime they want. They just don't want to. So they get to January and they say, all right, I'm going to stop drinking. They've made that decision. And they spend January battling, white knuckling it out and thinking, oh, my God, this is horrible. I hate it. So January is a really quiet month for people like me because people are trying to do it on their own. February, March is where people finally accept that this devious and deadly drug that's freely available in Walmart has got a hold of them. So look, if, if that's you, if I've just described you, uh, go to the website, sign up for the webinar and actually turn up. Something like you know, 50% of the people sign up never turn up. Today, I want to talk about anxiety. All right. Because one of the top five reasons that people come to me uh, to, uh, with a defense for their drinking is, but Craig, I suffer from anxiety and alcohol is the only thing that really seems to help. Uh, you know, I get very bad panic attacks. I get very bad sensations of anxiety. And, you know, uh, alcohol just calms me down, calms my overactive imagination and settles me down. So if you take alcohol away from me, how am I going to cope with the anxiety? So that that's a very common thing. And of course, I always tell them, look, I know how it appears, but this whole thing with alcohol it's it's like watching a magic trick it appears like something is happening but the reality is it isn't it's a trick it's an illusion you know when you go and they put a woman in a box and they stab all the swords in it it looks like the swords are going through the woman that's how it appears and all the evidence says that's what's happening but of course the reality is not true she's either not in the box or the swords are bending around her but the swords are not doing what they appear to be doing and when you say to me that alcohol helps with your anxiety i hear it in the same way i hear it you know as you're describing an illusion to me and you're so convinced that it's reality it's not alcohol is a central nervous system depressant. So let's talk about what anxiety is. Anxiety, first of all, is very common. Uh, it is not a sign that there's something wrong with you or that you're broken or that you're, you're going insane or anything like that. Anxiety is a perfectly natural reaction of the human mind. It's just misplaced. 
You know, when you're in that state of fear, when you're in that state of panic, you are basically trapped in your primal brain, that very old, deep part of your brain that is only concerned with keeping you alive. There's no logic there. There's no long-term planning. It's just purely and simply keep you alive in this moment. And that's a throwback to when we lived in much more dangerous times, when we were hunter-gatherers, and there was danger around every corner. And the sound of a twig snapping could mean you're going to be dead in seconds. And so it's a part of you that's kind of trained to pounce and react, flight or fight. Yep. And when you have anxiety, you're just operating in that primal brain all the time instead of using your logic brain. So that's why, you know, you it, does this resonate with you? If you're a, a sufferer of anxiety and panic, you're constantly monitoring your body for changes, the slightest change. Something doesn't feel the same as normal. And what do you do? You assume it's something fatal. You get a pain in your side. You say, oh, it's cancer. I bet it's cancer. And then you go to Dr. Google and you ask Dr. Google, I've got a pain in my side. What is it? And what does Dr. Google say every time? He says, you're going to die because I don't know why he's some sort of psychopath. Dr. Google always says it's cancer. You could stub your toe and type it into Dr. Google and say, Dr. Google, I've stubbed my toe. And he'll reply, yes, it's toe cancer. I don't know why, but that's what happens. So anxious people are always looking for changes in their body and then using the primal brain to overreact to that situation. Um, other situations, you know, your default position on stuff is worst case scenario. This is how you can tell if you have an anxiety disorder. And, and, you know, I count myself in this, you know, I have to be very careful about my thinking because if you have an anxiety disorder, whatever happens to you, you go straight to catastrophe. Even if it's not the most likely, even if it's not the most logical, your, your programming is to take you straight to catastrophe. So, you, you know, you, um, you hear a crash in the night. You're home alone in bed, and you hear a crash from another room. A sufferer of anxiety will instantly go to, someone's broken into the house, I'm about to be murdered in my bed. And they, they probably won't even touch on other options. They'll, they'll fixate on that possibility until they become a quivering wreck. Now, if you use the logical part of your brain, while you might consider that as an option, you wouldn't just stop on that. You, you'd say, well, you know, we do have cats. It's most likely the cat has knocked something over. Maybe I left a window open. Maybe there's a breeze come in. Maybe this, maybe that. You'll come up with lots of different possible scenarios. And that catastrophe will only be one of dozens and dozens of others. And that's the difference. Normal kind of centered people who don't suffer from anxiety are able to make this broad risk assessment of situations and consider every possible outcome. Whereas people with an anxiety disorder always fixate on the worst case scenario. So if that's the sort of person you are and you're using alcohol to stop that happening, it may indeed appear that alcohol is doing what you think it does. You're having a panic attack, you're feeling anxious, you drink the anesthetic, 
and your crazy brain slows down. Oh, I feel more relaxed. Oh, I'm less worried now. Oh, alcohol fixed my anxiety. And initially, that's true. Because, like I said, alcohol is a central nervous system depressant. So it gets into your bloodstream and it impacts the way your brain works. It slows down the power of your brain. It turns intelligent people into stupid people. And you only need to go to a drunken party to see that is true. You can take a bunch of brain surgeons out to Las Vegas and see them two hours after they started drinking, and they will be no more intelligent than the bums on the street that they step over. That's the reality of alcohol. So, yeah, it appears like alcohol is helping. But you know my, my kind of famous analogy on this. Using alcohol to solve any problem is like using a loan shark to cure your debt problem. If you just focus on the short term, yes, it's a solution. In that if I'm broke, if I can't afford to pay my gas bill or my electric bill, and I go to a loan shark, yes, in the short term, he has provided me a solution. He has fixed my problem. But can you see that if you actually broaden your view of this, you now have a much bigger problem than you started with. And that is such a great analogy of alcohol. Yes, if you focus on the short term, your anxiety went away. But can you see what's going to happen here? Because anxiety comes from imbalance in the body, from your body not operating, your central nervous system and your mind not operating as it's supposed to. And here you are drinking a substance that affects the central nervous system. It pushes it out of balance. It causes your blood pressure to rise. And again, you can prove this to yourself. Take your blood pressure. Drink a few stiff shots of vodka. Take your blood pressure again. It will be elevated. So one of the things that takes you from mild anxiety to pure panic is that sensation you get when your heart's beating like crazy. Your breathing starts to get labored. You start to get tightness in your chest. You feel chest pains. You start thinking, oh, my God, I'm having a heart attack. Should I go to the emergency room? Now you're in full panic. Alcohol is an absolute catalyst for that very sensation. So, look, I just want to make a short video on this today because there are a lot of people out there, millions of people who are under the false belief that alcohol helps them with anxiety. I am here to tell you point blank, alcohol causes your anxiety. Now that doesn't mean if you take the alcohol away, all your anxiety goes. It just means that life gets a little bit easier. It gives you the space and freedom to work on your anxiety and understand the underlying cause of it. At the moment, you're drinking a trigger that's causing more and more anxiety, more and more panic, and then promising you that the problem is the solution. It's absolutely nonsensical. So if your anxiety has been a hurdle to you getting sober, if you've put this off for so long because you're worried about the consequences of feeling panic, trust me on this, things are going to get better. You're going to be fine. Your mental health situation, your physical health situation, they're all going to improve when you choose to stop drinking the attractively packaged poison on a daily basis. 
I promise you. I've been doing this for 13 years now. I've seen hundreds of thousands of people go through the process. The same result will happen for you. But you have to make the first step. Nobody can do it for you. And that first step is going to my website, stopdrinkingexpert.com, and signing up for today's free quit drinking webinar. Thanks a lot. See you next week. The Stop Drinking Expert course isn't just an excellent way to deal with problem drinking. According to Trustpilot, it's the best way. Rated number one in addiction treatment centers. Number one in alcoholism treatment programs on the entire Trustpilot platform. Number one in mental health services. Number one in psychotherapy. And number one in wellness programs. If you're serious about dealing with your drinking, get the best, most successful, and most respected solution. Book your place on Sunday's free Quit Drinking webinar now.